Morning, Adam. Hello, Jack. Geez, these weeks go flying by. It seems like uh, Wednesday's here already. That's when we record our our podcasts. And by God, it seemed like only yesterday. <laughs> yes, time warp, Jack. It's you know, when you're having fun. That's usually how it goes. And that's the, right. Just all day. blend. One 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 big day. <laughs> that's it. One big happy family, one big happy day, cruising along. So what are we going to talk about today? Something that we all have, well, just about everyone has. If they're running a company, they have it. If you're uh, living a life that you're fairly conscious in, you you have it uh, to some degree. It might be very short term if you pay your bills every month. Uh, you know, you don't carry any of it around. You try to get rid of it. A lot of people look at it as a cancer, not really a cancer, just yeah, indulging your your uh, your soft side, if you will, in a lot of cases. In a lot of cases, it's it's uh, required to advance the cause, you know? It's uh, part of everybody's family, part of everybody one way or another in some form. Uh, so with all that great mystery I'm trying to conjure up here, it basically is... Uh, debt could be credit cards could be installment loans it could be that's from a personal standpoint uh, from a business owner your company is going to grow or you're trying to make it grow and it's often difficult to do that on an all-cash basis depending on what you're doing of course uh, if you're like tony montana and scareface you got duffel bags full of cash <laughs> and you can't get rid of it that's another problem but basically, we're talking about debt, and debt has lots of lots of hidden hidden perils here if you don't handle debt right. And at the same time, it can make your life wonderful. So, but how do you get out of it? You're a small business owner, started your company, probably put uh, some capital in to start it, and now you're you're moving along and you need some inventory, or you need to to hire an outside uh, advisor, you, you need cash. You need the ability to be able to hire these people and do things for it. And if you don't watch yourself, if you don't have a good plan, then you're gonna be in trouble. Trouble could be defined as something that's just being agonizing and can't sleep at night and to the point of, uh, you know, taking your company and, and going out of business because you don't have debt. You don't really want the debt, but you want the cash behind it. That's what you want. So you got to pay it back. And we have in our 20 years of business coaching, we debt is always an issue, something that has to be talked about. I would say 20%, maybe 25% are totally on top of it. It's not a problem at all. They're running their company well. They're profitable. They basically... Uh, navigate through any uh, any shortcomings, any problems, uh, but that's the 25%. 75% struggles with it quite a bit. A uh, combination of bank loan, what do I do? We prepare them for that. And with that, they have to have a plan for getting out of debt. And that's what many of them don't have. They don't have a good plan to get out of debt. So they continue to suffer needlessly. 
it's a little self-restraint and it's amazing what that can do for getting rid of debt. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's, so well as, that's well, what we're going to talk about today for a little little while. Yeah, you know, you're making some, some, some good points here, Jack, in the opening. I, I guess that, that word debt, it's not a good or bad word. Right? But it's, uh, I think it's one of those words that's often maybe viewed as more of a negative type thing, right? You know, it just is. You know, again, it, it could, because I say that, as you were saying, I think most of us can relate to that, you know, whether it be on a personal front or on the business front of having, having some debt. And everybody's intention, Jack, is, or for the most part, not everybody. You got a few, got a few criminals out there, right? But ninety-nine point nine percent of people, when they borrow the money, the intention is to pay it back. They have every intention to pay it back. They want to pay it back. That's 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 the idea. Now, that doesn't mean just because you want to pay it back doesn't mean you know, you know, that you know how you're going to pay it back, right? You know, just you, know, you don't have a plan in place for how it's going to how it's going to happen. So, and, and when I say it's not to say good or bad, because it, it can happen for whether it be you've got some tremendous growth going on. Or maybe you've had some tough times where also you've had to borrow money to kind of maybe plug some gaps. So again, debt can be used and, and, and can be built up for a variety of reasons, Jack. So again, it's not to say a good or a bad thing. I want to kind of get that out there just to make sure, because you know, our senses, we, we talk to people, it's almost like it's a, it's a negative. It's viewed as a negative thing. It's not, it's, you know, it, it, it's a thing, but it's not necessarily good or bad. It's a matter how, how you kind of deal with it from that standpoint, right? So as we've talked about a lot in the show, Jack, you know, one of our, one of our strengths, one of our superpowers, so to speak, is we're both kind of numbers guys. And we pride ourselves not only being numbers guys, but also being numbers guys who can help teach owners, business owners, how to, how to use their numbers. And, you know, as you're giving those estimates of 25% are on top, it versus 75% who aren't. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's being pretty generous, I think. And I, and I only say that because knowing what we know, and if, if uh, you're a small business owner, if you're a deal with small business owners, uh, I got to believe at least nine out of 10 of them, if you go in and start looking at their financials, start looking at, at their numbers, there's a little bit of a mess in there. Uh, that's right. true. Even, even presenting the numbers, that's, that's what we teach. And, and uh, yeah, you gotta, if you're going to present them, you got to have a good sense of what they're about anyway. So. Oh, but, but, but your point, Jack, in terms of I think people are aware of the debt part of it. You know, one of the things about the debt part of it is when, when you owe somebody money, they usually let you know about it, right? It's not like it's a secret. So, so <laughs> you're getting those those monthly bills that tell you, hey, by the way, you know, it's due, or hey, you missed a payment, or hey, this this whatever's going on. Like you're you're usually informed about that, so you, you're you're a little bit more maybe more aware of it in terms of kind of where you where you stand. So whatever the case might be, so so if you got some debts and however you got them, it's okay. You are where you are, right? So part of it starts with okay, how do we get our numbers or get our hands around? around the numbers, Jack, right? So part of what we do with all of our clients is help them better understand their numbers. And so it comes to something like a debt pay down. So if also, hey, if one of your goals is, to, you know, I want to get out of debt. Okay. There's ways to do that, but it starts with starting to understand your numbers. And in, in, in particular, we start with a cash forecast, the cash flow forecast, which is key number six, Jack, of our seven keys. And to forecast out for the next 90 days, What's your cash look like? And this is a this is a wonderful thing to do, whether you're doing it for your business or you do it for your personal life too. You should, you should have a sense of how things look. Because if you have 90 days of positive cash, Jack, it's amazing how much calmer and better things seem to be. Versus if I look at that 90-day cash forecast, I got a bunch of holes in it. 
all of a sudden, sense I was, of panic. That's right. right. Oh, was, yeah. I have a leak. I have a leak three days from now. It's all of a sudden we're going negative. You know, three days from now, Jack, we're going negative. You know, thirty-three days from now. You know, but it's also there's some negative numbers there. It's like yeah, it's like being on that boat. I'm taking on some water. Uh oh. Okay. Well, I can ignore it for so long, but eventually, if I don't do something about it, it's going to take the boat down, right? And so that's where I think often debt can get maybe come maybe more of that negative connotation. We're getting people don't have that plan in terms of the, 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 how to make sure they they, they 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 take care of it and have a plan to pay it down. And so it starts with a 90-day cash forecast. And so whether we've had some some struggles and and. I'll put a link into this. There's a couple of folks we've interviewed over the years, Jack, that I think would be relevant for folks that they haven't heard those interviews before. Uh, one was a client and one wasn't a client, but you know, they, they both shared some pretty good stuff. But the first one was uh, our client, Lisa Holly from Bria Moving and Storage. And Lisa was on the show several years ago. And he said, I'll, I'll put a link in the, in, the, uh, in the show notes here. But when we first met Lisa, um, her and her brother were about a year into uh, owning the family business after her her mother passed away uh, uh, tragically um, and they were in some debt when we met them. And she did a good job of kind of telling her story in terms of kind of how she got out of that. But when we start with her, that's exactly where we started, Jack. It was a 90 day cash forecast, right? And it's a very simple approach, which is, hey, you're in a hole, stop frigging digging, right? If you're in that hole, stop digging until you know you're able to get, you know, find a way out of it, right? So we said, let's, let's look at our 90 day cash forecast and see. Are we making money? Because if all of a sudden you're going to lose more money in the next 90 days, again, you're digging further into the hole. We're saying, well, why would you want to do something like that, right? And so her, to her credit, Jack, she took it to heart. And we spent a lot of time helping her get things forecasted. We were able to show, hey, while there is some debt here, the ongoing business is still healthy enough that we're able to show positive cash flow. Okay, that's a good thing, right? Because if you aren't able to do that, Jack, it's time to say, hey, time out. Well, a lot of times these business owners don't have the numbers, don't run the company by the numbers. So it becomes quite a challenge, especially if they have very serious uh, debt problems. Uh, it, it becomes a real challenge to get them up to speed quick. And they have to see that. They have to, they have to work at that very quickly. And so much is learned if, if they put the... the you know, the effort into making making that cash flow statement. It's a big thing that we teach for a company that's having trouble. So so we started there with third, Jack. That was the first step because we wanted to know. Because if if we were showing negative numbers in the cash forecast, it'd be a different guide to her versus she was showing positive. Right? So if, if it's negative, again, we got to figure out what can we do to get positive? Because if we can't get positive, it's better to say, let's just stop. Let's stop making things worse, right? Let's stop, let's, let's, let's stop digging in the hole. So, so fortunately for her, she was positive. She was, she was able to show some positive cash. We were able to kind of start to kind of forecast out and sort of look at things. And so part of it too is we started to kind of gather the debts, Jack, because it wasn't just bank loans, let's say, right? She owed money to the IRS, which can be very scary in of itself. She owed money to her landlord. She owed money to her CPA and a bunch of other creditors. So it wasn't just necessarily um, like a bank loan or, or, or loans for vehicles. It, it was across the board. So part of it was, okay, let's kind of gather the stuff together and see what's, what's owed. And take a look at look look at the situation, and so one of the first things we did with her then is okay, let's look at what's going on. We got some details of that quarter million dollars in debt, and said okay, let's get a strategy in terms of how we can approach these these people. And if you're approaching the IRS versus your bank versus your landlord versus your CPA, 
you probably have a different approach to each of those people, Jack, don't you? In terms of because what they sure can do, do to you and, and, and your business is very different, right? In terms of the IRS, I think we all have a sense of it. And, you know, whether you've had personal experience or not, or you've had somebody you know, or you've heard the boogeyman about whatever it might be, they can pretty much do whatever they want. And in fact, you know, for, for those of you who haven't heard me, I'll, I'll put a link to this story as well, Jack. Um, when you when you bought your first company, you mm -hmm. bought it from the IRS, right? In terms of you, you give people a little sense of what was going on there in terms of how did you buy the company from the IRS? You know, what did the IRS do what, or what were they threatening to do? Well, the IRS is far enough along in the I'm going to close you up process that they basically have had filed all the legal papers necessary to padlock the door of this, this company and and uh, basically, you know, what, whatever cash they could get out from an auction doesn't make any difference how much to them. Uh, they basically were going to do that. So I was able to negotiate with the uh, agent in charge and basically uh, prevented the, the closure from happening and bought the company's assets. Uh, the IRS, you know, whatever money was generated from that went to the IRS. And how they proceeded against the owners from that day on, I have no idea. They disappeared. And yeah, so there's a lot of ways, a lot of ways to go. But my, you know, my, my point is that there, there, there's things, there's things you can do. And so the, the, I guess my, my overarching theme here about these, this point is the, the, the word negotiate, which I haven't used that, that, that word yet, Jack. That was a big thing for Lisa, was being able to, to negotiate. So, and she ne negotiated with the IRS. And she negotiated with her bank and she negotiated with her CPA and her landlord. She negotiated with, with all those folks. And the reason I bring that up is because it was a big, it was a big deal, Jack, because, um, because she was able to reduce the debt that was owed by just negotiating. And she was able to, if I recall, she was able to negotiate away about a third of the debt just from negotiating. Yeah, quite a bit. Hey, there Jack. are a lot of grumbles, a lot of grumbles, oh. but uh, so be it. Well, you, you, th you think about it, right? And so again, let's flip the tables and, pre and pretend you're on, you're on the other side. I think a lot of folks, especially in business, can relate to this too. Where all of a sudden somebody owes you money, right? And they're dragging you out. And as the the days turn into weeks, into months, and maybe eventually into years, you start to whether you physically do it or you certainly mentally start to kind of you know write that down, kind of write that write that off. And you know, in terms of you know how collectible it's going to be. So if all of a sudden you owe me ten grand, Jack, and it's been a year. How am I feeling about that 10 grand, right? If it's been a year and a half, two years, right? How am I feeling about that? So if you come to me and say, hey, I know I owe you 10 grand. You know, it's, a, it's been a terrible time. Of a, I'm going to offer you three grand today to call, call it even. <coughs> now, after you pick yourself off the floor because you're having a heart attack a little bit, okay, I, I can't believe he's coming to offer me some money, right? Okay. What are you likely to do? Hey, give me five. Or I don't know. Give me all 10. You, you know, you're like, hey, that's found money, right? Depends on your mood. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> but, you know, so, so to have that kind of discussion, you know, that's a real discussion. So, so to be talking to, let's say, a landlord or a CPA or, 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 or another creditor, that's one way to approach it. But same kind of things can be approached going to the bank, Jack. Now, the bank's a little more formal, as is the IRS, in terms of what they, what, what, what they can do, too. But the banks actually write stuff down. They have something called the the workout group, Jack. That's where, that's, you go right. pump, that's where you go pump iron, right? It's like it's like Hans and Franz, you know, back in <laughs> SNL, you, you know, doing 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 the, doing the work workouts. Is that the workout group's all about? You got to show up in the in the uniform, right? Wife beater sweater and a, a uh, pair of shorts, <laughs> right? 
So yeah, it's not it's not, <laughs> not that kind of a workout group, Jack. It's uh, they're, they're trying to work you out of the bank, or they're trying to work you out of your problems in order to get. Oh, to okay. Get back, I thought right? you were talking. I thought you were talking about the physical one. So, right. Right. so, so same same thing there, though, right? So let's say you owe fifty grand to the bank, right? And you know, if, if that fifty grand is not necessarily attached to any hard assets and not attached to like a vehicle or, or equipment that they can actually come in and and and, and repossess, they're going to write that down and say, hey, again, maybe offer them. 25 grand for the 50 grand, right? Whatever it might be, but there's ways to negotiate. Same thing's true for the IRS. Now, usually what, we, what you hear about the IRS is people will owe more in, in interest and penalties than they do in the actual in the actual monies that are owed at times. But again, they're still able to, to kind of negotiate. So again, negotiating is a great way to start to do this. Again, whether it be like we mentioned with, with like Lisa, I'll put a link in for, for the show. This is going back probably three, four years ago too. You, you shared... Your Cleveland Armature story, Jack, where you went in and you negotiated with the IRS to buy the company for a couple grand. Okay. And they had a debt, I'm sure that was every bit of a hundred grand plus, probably would be my guess. Yeah. But you tell the story well. So I'll include a link to that as well you know, as part of our show. So that that's one one way to kind of do that, Jack. One way is to kind of do that is you start to kind of negotiate. And but again, part of that is they were forecasting the cash. We're, we're, the, the cash forecast is very powerful because it helps to make sure you're not making promises you can't keep. Because you're seeing everything there in front of you versus trying to keep it in our heads. We got laid out there in black and white. So it's there on a nice little spreadsheet or on a piece of paper, however you're doing it, but it's there. You can kind of see what's going on. So I'm not promising you the same three grand. I promised somebody else, Jack. Once you say yes, okay, it's good. It's locked in. It's, you know, we're, we're, we're able to show how to get, how to get that. Yeah, that's for, that frustrates the person being owed the money, you know, for continual broken promises. They just finally get fed up. Right. They don't even want to work with you after a while versus just uh, add a little humility to the to the uh, process there. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I realized that basically blah, blah, blah. This is, you know, this is a hardship for you. Uh, I want to get it, it paid down and off the books as, as quickly as I can. So how about if I give you these four payments over the next month and a half on these dates? And as that date approaches, if all of a sudden your situation is such where you can't pay him off or her off, and you call a few days before, hey, look, I know I promised you $5,000 uh, on Friday. I'm not going to make it, but what if I give you three? And, uh, you know, what, what, what's the person going to say? You know, if he's in a grumpy mood, if she doesn't uh, have a bad day for whatever reason, she might tell you to go to hell. But, uh, Chances are they'll, they'll work with you and they'll start to respect you and your word is gold and they'll work with you because you're honest with them. It's a big deal. Just put the shoe on the other foot, you know, and that's how it comes out. Well, if they do tell you to go to hell, Jack, well, I guess where they go. Bottom of the list, right? That's right. Because, you know, if they're going to be a pain in the butt, you say, okay, great. Well, hey, you want, if you don't like that, then go ahead and, you know, sue me. That's a, that's a possibility too, right? And, and uh, well, chances are that's going to take them months or in today's, uh, today's role, probably years before they get any kind of a judgment out of that. And plus, they got to pay fees along the way. Do they, really, do they really care that much? They want to have that kind of a battle. And who knows where things are going to be a year or two from now anyway, right? So again, yeah. it comes down to you want to be working with people that, that are going to work with you kind of going forward that don't get too emotional about it from that standpoint and or we're willing to help you out. And so as you go through that process of being able to, to negotiate, that's one way to be able to sort of kind of get your way out of debt, but it's using the 90 day cash forecast to be able to help you, help you do that, which obviously in conjunction, Jack, obviously, but it, it goes in conjunction with our profit plan. 
because the profit mm-hmm. plan is going to help us see what's going on, especially beyond beyond 30 days. You know, when you get beyond 30 days, sometimes it's harder to kind of see the money's coming in. So that's where the profit plan will show us. Hey, here's our forecast for sales that we're doing and money we expect to be, we expect to be be coming in. So that that gives you a good picture to be able to let you negotiate what's kind of going on. So that's one way to kind of do it. On the other end of the spectrum, Jack, you could sell. Sell the business. Right. So, hey, That's I'm right. at a certain point and then we're going to sell. So maybe I'm going through an aggressive growth strategy here. And part of the aggressive growth is I'm borrowing money to be able to make that happen, to buy equipment, to do this, to kind of grow up, you know, to, to, to buy a new location. Or maybe also I'm aggressively growing and building some debt with the idea of, hey, I want to sell this place in the next couple of years. Okay. And that's how, that's how we're going to get that debt, that, debt paid, that debt paid back. I'm going to grow big enough that yeah, when I, once I do pay the debt back, I'm going to have enough left over for me. Then I'm going to feel pretty good about that, Jack. Right. So if that could be a strategy for you as well to make sure, hey, I'm going to eventually sell this place. You could, uh, you could come in with a big basket of cash. That would work too. <laughs> well, we had we had a little bit of that here in the last couple of years, Jack, with all the PPP loans and the that's right, uh, money retention the ceiling. Yeah, employee yeah. retention credits and workers comp giving back. You know, you know, giving giving refunds to people, you know, um, lots of good things like that. <laughs> so yeah, you can have big big bags of cash, which you know d- doesn't happen all the time, but it happens once in a while. How about that? <laughs> you can consolidate. You can consolidate stuff too. I'm sorry, Jack. One of the things that we often will see too, people often will have a bunch of different debts out there. You, you mentioned uh, at the outset here, you may have let's say credit card debts, and I think we all know credit cards are usually pretty expensive, Jack. We're talking in the the, the mid to low teens in terms of interest rates to the to maybe 25 to 30% on the high end. So that's pretty expensive. So um, people often will consolidate their loans. If I have six or eight different loans totaling hundred thousand bucks, well, if I put it all under one, you know, under one loan where I'm paying one loan each month versus paying eight or 10 different loans, and it's at one rate, you might be able to save some cash doing that. And we had a client mm-hmm. who did that here uh, recently. And I think they're saving seven or 8,000 a month on their, on their debt payments. So that's seven or eight thousand a month. Okay, that's going to, again, if if, if you know, down the debt. Yeah, yeah, if his goal is paid down the debt, or he's going to use that for something else in the business. But again, it's freeing up that cash flow between, again, you know, almost hundred thousand dollars a year of cash flow that's going to be there. All right. So so if you consolidate your loans, that that's a way to kind of do it as well. Um, or you kind of you know again you you kind of muddle your way through it. Well, one of the other shows I was going to mention, Jack, is again a couple of years back. If you if you remember, uh, Ken Fanger was on. And he was yeah, sharing the story what happened. Yeah, he's sharing the story what happened right around the 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 the, the 08 financial crisis. So we interviewed Ken before before COVID and everything else. It's probably back in 18 or 19 where we interviewed him. But he was talking about for him it was 2008 2009 timeframe where they continued to keep their people employed, and they went into debt for I think it was 150 or 200 thousand dollars, Jack, something like that, very quickly in a matter of about eight months because they wanted to keep everybody employed. And if, if, if you look through 08, 09, folks, and you remember how, how, how tough it was, and then they finally let people go. And it took them almost a decade to kind of get out of that. of grinding his way through to build the business back up, you know, and, and, and doing these kind of things. So I'll, I'll include a link to, to Ken's interview as well, just to kind of give you a sense of kind of what he did to kind of make that happen. Because again, you know, as we come back, it wasn't, he was doing it because he, the reason I was thinking about Jackie, you were talking about in the opening, kind of, we can have kind of our soft side here, right? And it was for him. It's like, hey, I want to keep my people employed. They take care of my people. But he's forgetting about the fact that, hey, I'm taking on, you know, 10, 20 grand in debt every month to do that. I mean, I love you guys, Jack. You know, you know you're great. You're, you're like family, but man, okay. At some point, there's got to be a limit, right? In terms of, you know, how much you're able to take on. 
And so I think that happens to people too. You, you, you just get so caught up in the business, you get so attached, especially in a small business, Jack. Um, it, you know, it, it, it's so personal and it gets so emotional. It's often hard for us to be keeping that in mind. Or, you know, where exactly are we? And, and, and making some of these decisions from that standpoint. Yeah, that just compounds the problem tremendously. If, if you know, you're losing money, you don't know why, you don't even know if. And you know, without, without a decent plan, a decent financial plan, not a complicated uh, issue. This is, what do I expect to receive? What do I expect to pay? You can control these things. And if you control them and move from a negative profit to a positive profit, Basically, you're you're going to be able to start to dig yourself out of that hole that Adam just uh, described. You know, you don't want to keep losing money because somebody's got to pay for those losses, and it's going to be your vendors if you don't have the cash to put in yourself. So you have to have a plan, and those plans aren't difficult to do. The objective of the plans to call people who you owe money to and try to work something out is not difficult to do. But you have to have that plan created. Then you have to be supported a little bit to go out and do it. And you'll be shocked at, at how, how much ground you can cover and how good the results can be. So, so you're trying to say, Jack, is we shouldn't just be winging it here, just kind of making up as we're going along. It's probably not going to be too successful if your goal is to get, is to get out of debt. Well, if you aren't a numbers <laughs> guy, basically you're going to be winging it. And, and uh, you know, you don't have to. You just don't have to. Right. Getting out of debt isn't as hard as you might think. No, well, again, if that's your goal. And again, like I said, at the outset here, again, debt, we aren't saying debt's good or bad. We're just trying to help you understand because we know it's it's a reality. And it can be one of those stressors that keeps people awake at night, Jack. We're worried about how am I going to do it? How am I going to pay this? What's going to go on? Again, it's it's somebody outside of your business that, that can have some control in your business. They have an impact on it because you owe them money. It can be unsettling for, 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 for many folks. And so um, it's amazing. You know, we've seen how much calmness comes across the company when that 90-day cash forecast is in place, Jack. Just settles everything down. And you as the owner, that's part of your job. You want to make sure you're, you're calm, cool, and collected. You kind of know what's going on. Because if you're panicking and freaking out, I guess what happens to the rest of your team. They're all, they're all running for the exits too. So you got to make sure you know what's kind of going on. You have confidence in your plan. And that's your goal. If, you're, if one of your, your stated goals this year is to, is to get out of debt or get the plan down, there's some ways to be able to kind of do that. And starting with a 90-day cash forecast, looking at potentially negotiating things down, it's a way to kind of do that. But you got to know that you're positive. If you aren't positive, you aren't bringing, you know, you aren't making money where you, the, the cash is coming in more than cash is going out. You got a different discussion to, to be thinking about. How do I get out of this thing, right? And it may not be saleable at that point. Maybe, you know, there may be other options. That's the topics for a different day jack in terms of but but again you know you know if your plan is to get out of debt that's 90 day cash forecast look at negotiating be able to have that you know that, that's a key document to help you find a way to get out of debt and well it takes you a few months or a few years but have that plan in place and know that you can execute that plan to make it happen so if that's your goal today's show as well as i said we got, we got three other shows we'll, we'll send links to jack for people so we'll give them a little bit of homework Good. here okay. of, you know diving into some of our um, are over 300 plus episodes that we have already to date. Um, and like we said all, you know, all the time, our shows uh, stand the test of time, Jack. And so we'll include those as part of the, part of the show notes for today. Uh, but appreciate everybody being here and, and hope you enjoyed our show. Um, like I said, if you missed any of our prior shows, you can get them all at dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. 
And if you look in the episodes link, you can, there's a box that are search. You can put in a question, you know, so like this, uh, yeah. how do I get out of debt? There'll be some other shows that that'll be there for you. Be able to kind of be, be able to listen to it and kind of go through and get some good guidance for that. If, <clears throat> if you have a smartphone or smart device and you know, you, you listen to podcasts that way, go to your favorite podcast player, whether it be Spotify, iHeart, uh, Apple podcasts, or it might be search for dirty secrets of small business and you can subscribe to it. We usually drop a new episode every Thursday and be delivered right to your right to your phone or to your, your, your other smart device. We'll be right there for you for your, your listening pleasure. As you're going through that process, if you don't find an answer to the question you have, send us an email, radio at maximumvp.com. And we'll either answer the question for you directly or we'll be able to put together a show like this for it and be able to answer it not only for you, but for the rest of the audience. Or give us a call, 877-849-0670. So that's the show for the day. It's a great talking with you all. Appreciate you listening. Jack, it's been another great show, and we'll talk to you yes. next week. Okay, I'm very good. <laughs>